And there is the end of the regular season in Pac-12 football. Dead. It's done. Just like Chip Kelly's error should be. You are locked on UCLA. Your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of the Locked On UCLA podcast, reacting to UCLA's 33-7 loss to Cal at the Rose Bowl to end the 2023 regular season in a FUD, in less than exciting fashion. Just how the 2022 season ended in crushing fashion, this one, not even exciting. It just quietly comes to an end, up and down as the Bruins have been all year, UCLA drops it. I'm your host, Zach Anderson Yoxheimer. And if you like, comment, subscribe. Still love this channel. We can love our Bruins, even when they frustrate us to no end. In a week in a day full of wild, entertaining rivalry college football matchups, a lot of them coming to stunning conclusions. Pac-12 After Dark, the Pac-12 Conference, just like the conference itself came to an unbefitting conclusion, so did the last game. I know there'll be probably an epic conference championship game. But as the UCLA Bruins have shown sometimes this year in the Pac-12 conference with its leadership, as soon as it ended, it came to a less than fitting conclusion. A FUD. Just something where it left more to be desired. The Bruins this year are really good defense. A, an offensive genius, we thought, is the hel- at the helm. And the Bruins again laid an egg. The last two home games, UCLA at the Rose Bowl put up a combined 14 points. Now, even in a year where there's a lot left to be desired, the Bruins still dominated and kicked USC's butt. But only so many times can I go and look at that. I I can only enjoy that so much. 2018, super awesome. Chip Kelly's first season, as bad as that season was, a rebuild we thought starting then only come to a hopefully conclusion today. Didn't UCLA, ironically enough, fire Chip Kelly's predecessor on his birthday, Jim Moore? Now, for Chip Kelly on his birthday, he may have laid one of the biggest eggs of them all, even though I I might lay and say the Arizona State one was a little bigger. This one went a little crazier at the end in terms of its lopsided fashion in the fourth quarter. But clearly, the Bruins on the field, watching Cal go down the field, run the football four to five yards a pop, That wasn't the same UCLA defense that had been grinding through two, three quarters to keep this offense, keep this team in it. And it's just so frustrating. So, so unbelievably frustrating. What's funny to note on a different note, right? As frustrating as it is about Chip Kelly, people will point about his 34 and 34 overall record, how the last two UCLA home games came down and were just they weren't even competitive. I mean, yes, the Arizona State game was competitive to the end, but the Bruins were lifeless. A fourth and short stop, a turnover, just dumb things happening that led to UCLA losses, and it's frustrating, absolutely frustrating. But think about this 7-5 and five season. I own it. I was a big, extreme advocate for starting Dante Moore and letting the season go as it lie. Go... And play Dante Moore, let him take his licks, 
do everything possible to learn the game as quickly as possible. Well, I think he did it, and he didn't even need to play every single game. Remember, I, I spent a lot of the offseason saying, hey, Dante Moore, give him the job. Let him earn it. And it seemed like he had earned it after week one into the Utah week, fighting his way still with the job in the Oregon State week. Yet, in the 7-5 and five regular season, how many games did the Bruins lose when Ethan Garbers played a complete game? When Ethan Garbers played a full, complete game healthy, UCLA didn't lose every game. Now, you can fight with me and get technical about the Arizona game and talk about, ooh, Ethan Garbers, yes, no, maybe so. Remember, every single time the Bruins played with a full, healthy Ethan Garbers at quarterback, the entirety of the game, they did not lose. The Arizona game, they had the ball deep in Arizona territory with the ball after the block punt, and that game was still at a chance for the Bruins to get back in it in Tucson. Didn't didn't end up being the case because then they lost Dante Moore, lost Arizona State the next week, lost Colin Schley. Everything went downhill outside of that week against USC where they won the victory bill, painted it blue, and smacked USC's booty cheeks right there, right? There's boom, blew them out of the water. But think about it. <laughs> they didn't lose a game when Ethan Garbers was the starting quarterback the entirety of the game. Little funky at the end of the Coastal Carolina game, week one, and Garbers didn't do anything in week two or three against San Diego State or NC Central, except when he got his opportunity to start against USC, the Bruins. Hey, we saw reasons why he lost the job in the first place, and yet for some reason, this UCLA team needed that veteran presence, and they needed they could have been much better than seven and five. Now, they got Dante experience, and everybody seems to still be a lot higher on Dante. More offensive line was a bit of an issue, even though they could run the ball. But for some reason, the Bruins struggled when Garbers wasn't on the field. A lot of injuries, a lot of things, a lot of excuses we can make for a team that ended up being what it record showed and played a lot of the times like it ended up being. A team that could have played up to its potential, should have probably beaten Utah on the road, but couldn't move the ball, could have competed a little bit better with Oregon State, should have blown Washington State out of the water, left them in the game, actually trailed late in that game when the Bruins could have been up two scores heading the locker room at halftime. Should have beaten Arizona State. The Bruins should realistically be playing for a 10-win season against a win against Arizona State, a win against Cal at home. You should, the Bruins, should be playing for a 10-win season, something that's a bit of a rarity in the bowl game coming up. Instead, the Bruins have fallen so far deep down the line that in this game, everything went wrong. And it's it just ridiculous. They, they're going to what? I think they said the Independence Bowl game. Rep was there in the postgame pressure, presser. In a game where he had, what, four turnovers. Dante Moore's first play was a pick. Another pick, strip sack, fumble. And then you fumble the ball in the kickoff return when you still had a, an outside shot in the fourth quarter, and then the game was over, right? You can't go down 30-7. to seven. They just don't have the, the passing game with more consistently at this time to win that game of the fourth quarter just by running the football. Even TJ Harden got banged up. Everything went wrong. What were the things and the keys to the game that I talked about prior to the game? It wasn't very long. I wrongfully thought UCLA could rebound and beat the Golden Bears, knocking them out of official bowl eligibility with a six-win season from this game. 
I thought they'd win 30 to 14. The keys, I said, one, do not turn over the football because Cal prides himself on forcing turnovers. Well, the Bruins turned it over four times. Win the running game. Win the running game. Well, technically, in this game, Cal rushed the football more than 50 yards better than the Bruins did. A lot of that at the end when the Bruins were suffering just a lot of pain from all those turnovers. And also Dante Moore in 11 quote-unquote carries, negative 34 yards, really hurting the UCLA rushing attack. You take out Dante Moore's rushing stats, Bruins rushed for over 100 yards. Still, what were the two things? Don't turn over the football and run the ball better than the Golden Bears. You missed those two keys, and the Bruins lost the game. They lost the game. Jay not returning the kickoff for a touchdown. You can't make a 23-yard field goal. Cal's kickers just banging kicks through the uprights without hitting an upright, without shanking it left or right. And then you miss everything special teams, misjudge punts, drop the special, drop the kickoff return on the floor, and just lose the game that way. And again, that was probably already lost. Frustrating. Absolutely frustrating. My heart goes out to Garbers. He fought so hard to get the do- get the job back, won the job, won the SC game, something he dreamed about, only to get hurt again, had to grind it through injury, and, and it's just frustrating. He thought he had the bowl game won in the Sun Bowl with his miraculous drive down the field, only for UCLA to give it up. Now it was the defense who fought all game long to keep the team in it, and yeah, they lost it. Things, the vibe just has been off ever since UCLA couldn't hold on to the lead, couldn't win that game in the Sun Bowl with Pitt's backup players. Everything has truly been a little off since they lost that bowl game against Pitt where they could have gotten 10 wins. End of the season on a somewhat high note. Coming to this season, a little bit more pep in our step. 10 wins saying, all right, a couple of hiccups there, and it was fine. No. They dropped that game, and again, they should have won. Way too easy for them to win. You can pick the schedule and say, where are they going to lose? And they pretty much did it. And when it comes to the over-under win total, man, Bruins trying to just make your scratch your head, right? When they fired the previous head coach on his birthday, and UCLA lays another egg on Chip's Kelly, Chip Kelly's birthday, isn't the writing on the wall? Isn't this just history repeating itself years later in a sixth season? I know there's any look. Look at previous head coaches' records who had much better records, winning records, bigger wins against SC with the likes of a, a Pac-12 championship game appearance on the line when it comes to maybe a, a, the big one of the biggest upsets in college football history. If you look at Carl Durrell, New Heisman didn't make it that long, even though he still made it to a Pac-12 championship game. And Chip Kelly witnessed the end of the Pac-12 before the Bruins made it to a conference championship game in its own conference that it's been in for way too long. Lost to Cal. Couldn't beat all the California teams in the same season. And the frustrations just continue to build and build. And there were some fun times in this Chip Kelly era. And yet still here we are. A week later, two home games late, two games later, two weeks after that brutal game where everybody was calling for Chip Kelly's head, Martin Germain and Wasserman saying, eh, not looking like Chip Kelly's going anywhere. I implore you to reconsider. The transfer portal, I think, is not going to be a pretty time for UCLA, at least not early. It might be a bit painful to watch when it opens in about a week and a half. And we sit here wondering, ooh, why is that kid leaving? Is you-know-who leaving? I don't know anything. I'm not going to throw out kids' names. 
But obviously, a lot of people are going to look at a quarterback or two. They're going to look at different players who might think, hey, we didn't like our season under Chip Kelly or two seasons. We're going to leave. Or high school freshmen. I don't know. It's going to be shocking to see what the UCLA Athletic Department decides to do as an administration overall, whether they want to keep Chip Kelly or not. This was just frustrating. And uh, I'm glad I didn't go freeze my butt off at the Rose Bowl to watch this because that was utterly disappointing. This game should have been won by UCLA. And when they took the 7-6 lead, all right, turn right hand for two seconds and a kickoff return for a touchdown. And then you're like, oh, yes. And the next thing you know, you fumble the ball. It leads to a touchdown for Cal's 20-7. You're down two scores. Two scores. You know how many times the Bruins could come back down two scores this year? Was not happening. Was not happening. Right, It just wasn't happening. You're giving them short fields. You're not even letting your defense get on the field to make a play before you give up the lead on special teams. And then you fumble the ball, and what's the defense going to do? All the momentum's riding on Cal's side, and they score a touchdown before the half. And they just break you down the fourth quarter and just basically add insult to injury and like make the Bruins look absolutely dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Frustrating. For a team that was ranked as high as 19 by the CFP crew. And then a big game against Arizona. Flop. Arizona State. Choke. Cal game. Choke. And it's just frustrating. I'm usually peppy and will enjoy the bowl game. And I'll get excited for that. But <sighs> frustrating. In a day full of crazy college football games where still a lot of things went chalk for the most part. We sit here angrily by ourselves like. Why did it feel like this was going to happen before it happened? And then you saw the couple weird plays happen, and then same old, same old. Same old, same old. I've been on the Chip Kelly bandwagon for a long time. Even late into this season. Even the SC game making me feel like maybe, and then it's just like frustrating. Will Chip Kelly last another season? I'm not sure if you have to question it this much. If you have to question it this much from week to week, whether you need to keep the head coach an extra year to prove his worth beyond that year, isn't that a telling sign, right? It's like you're sitting there in your relationship and you're like, hey, you go back and forth day to day. And maybe there's different reasons for that, right? But if you're going week to week to see if you should give that person another week just to see if they're your forever, isn't that not a stable relationship? That doesn't seem very stable. For UCF, you're going week to week, like, he's our coach of the future. All these things have happened. What's happened? Not a lot. Not a lot. And then you sit there, you're like, you know, yes, no, maybe, no, no, yes, no, at the end of the season. And then you're going into a whole completely new territory. It's like you're sitting there, you don't know, you're not sure. You're waiting for something to change. They're going to move up next to you. The Bruins are going to move into a new territory. They're moving with you into a new part of the state, new part of the country. And then next thing you know, you're like, man, that was frustrating. What were the Bruins going to do? Ax him? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would be shocked either way. To keep him, maybe I won't be shocked. At this point in the recording of the podcast, if he is not fired or is fired, who knows? I'm just absolutely at a loss of words. It's up for debate which loss was worse. Arizona State game, the Cal game, any of the other previous games where they threw a pick six in those games. <laughs> it's just frustrating. You know, you can't just pin this on an 18-year-old quarterback 
You, you can't just pin it on a true freshman quarterback every single time. Because if you're supposed to be the offensive genius, then you've got to be able to game plan and call plays around that. I know you got to fix the offensive line. That wasn't a full source of strength because if the offensive line was fantastic, they wouldn't even need to throw the ball. They wouldn't even need to. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I've done this two weeks in the last three weeks. Twice in the last few weeks I had to do this. And it's just frustrating that that's how the regular season ends and the Bruins just can't get the job done. And then you're not going to play Cal for a while. Frustrating. Frustrating. As we do, we're going to react and talk more about the UCLA basketball Maui Invitational. It's a little too sour right now to truly bask in the enjoyment of UCLA women's hoops kicking UConn's butt, but we do have to mention it because we need to be in a better mood for that. And then we're going to talk UCLA football grades on Monday. Not happy. Maybe something crazy happens with the coaching. Maybe it doesn't. Probably not. I'm not sure how this game affects things either way. It probably could. It might. It should. I'm just not sure that's where things are going to lie. As frustrating as it is, we're still loving it. Basketball season's here. Both the men and the women, absolutely fantastic. And this regular season is over. The Pac-12 Conference, down the Conference of Champions, is pretty much kaput outside of one conference championship game featuring two teams from the North. We're the North! And, and But unfortunately, we're not in the North. We're SoCal through and through. All right, UCLA loses this one 33-7. So many different places you could go, ups, downs. It doesn't matter. Frustrating. Just frustrating. Just absolutely frustrating. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America because they are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just you against the numbers. Not against pros and sharks. It's more or less than two to six player stat projections where you can watch your winnings roll in. With basketball season here, football season, the crossover season here, specials leagues helps you have a cross projection combo you can check in on. Ten and a half three-pointers made and receptions from Travis Kelsey. You got LeBron James. Get those two. You can have a fun league combined just to those two players getting all the big games in. And then even they have a reboot policy for injured players. If your player gets injured in either football, basketball games, if they exit in the first half, don't return, that player is rebooted. Prize picks the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Use the code locked on college for first deposit match up to $100. Again, prizepicks.com slash locked on college. First deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Again, I sit here and I wonder are we looking for a new head coach or the football side of things? Are you? I'm not sure the Bruins are going to find them on LinkedIn jobs, but if you're a small business, It is a perfect place. It's a great place to try and find your next hire because every new hire feels like a high-stakes wager. It certainly might be if UCLA football decides to make it this way. For LinkedIn jobs, though, they can help you find the right people for your team faster or for free. Check it out because you've got screening questions that can make it easier to find the right candidates to initially interview, then hire, which is why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Again, that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. That's going to do it for us here at Locked on UCLA. Zach Anderson, Yoxab are frustrated the Bruins dropping to Cal 33-7. The chipster, huh, you know, frustrating.
Just a frustrating way to end the regular season. The Bruins, 7-5, and 4-5 and five in their final Pac-12 season. Big 10 season, Big 10 conference. Here we come for the football season. I have no idea how that'll go in 2024, but we still got a bowl game left, some practices. The portal opens, and the floodgates will either bury us or send us sailing down in a completely different direction. We had no idea what was coming. As always, hands up, Bruins fans. Eight clap time, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You, see, L.A., UCLA, fight, fight, fight. This has been Locked on UCLA. Zach signing off. Go Bruins. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.